This is it. This is the Unhonorable Woman podcast. This world was sort of becoming more and more prescribed to us. Society has a perception of what it is to be the perfect woman. Redefining what your honor is. The undoing of how society sees an honorable person. We'll collectively like learn more about ourselves. Smash these myths. I want to be that person. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Unhonorable Woman podcast. It has been a power week. It is Thursday. We are so excited and grateful to have all of you listening in. Today's episode, we are talking all about burnout beliefs and boundaries. And personally, this episode means a lot to me because I've been through burnout in my life. So Tazi, I'm really excited to talk about burnout and what it means to both Absolutely. of us. So why yeah. don't you start? Well, before we get into that, I'd just love to say thanks to everyone who's been listening. We've had just over 100 listeners. Yes, streams. it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. We yeah. are so grateful. Yeah, and I think um, with that gratitude just comes an excitement. And yeah, just so happy that we our message can or is reaching so many different so people. So many different people. From all over the world, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yes, yeah. it has been. Where were some of the places that we've had uh, some streams? There was the UAE, there yeah. was Netherlands. Yeah, no, some it's interesting epic. places. Yeah. yeah. Super exciting. Well, yeah, Laurie, I think this is a, a really um, wonderful topic to get into because it is so real, um, especially for us young people trying yeah. to make a way. We are at a point in our lives where we feel like our entire futures rest upon our shoulders. Yeah. And it is true. They are ahead of us. But yeah. um, how can we gracefully in the people who we are reach those places and reach our goals? Yeah. And oftentimes we do sacrifice who we are just for those yeah. goals. And I think as a result, burnout and yeah. curves. Yeah, and I don't think we often respect our boundaries enough or expect others to respect our boundaries enough. Or even you know? know that we can put boundaries in place. Yes. And that the yeah. two go hand in hand, like a boundaryless pursuit of something often ends in burnout. Yes. Whether it's like mental or emotional. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, I know you with clarity coaching and being a former professional athlete mm. in the States, mm. you must have dealt with this quite personally. Yes. So, yeah, for those who don't know, <laughs> I, I was a professional athlete. Um, I went over to the US straight after high school, pursued, yeah. um, pursued getting to the Olympics, didn't get there, but pursued it. But I achieved so much though oh, in that pursuit. How kind. Um, <laughs> oh, you did. Yes, I, I did. I did achieve wonderfully. Um, I really did. And I worked hard for all of those achievements. Um, but it is interesting to look back on that and to understand my mind during that time and how I perceived myself as an athlete. And I yeah. think I perceived myself more in light of my fears than my actions towards greatness. And in doing so, sacrificed a lot of my mental peace, sacrificed a lot of my happiness. Um, I remember the year leading up to Olympic trials. Um, I, yeah, I monitored... schedule. No, I, yeah, and I monitored everything like it went from I remember my roommate coming home 
um, one evening and she had these little sweets we called white rabbits. I'm not sure. If yes, the tiny called, sweets. Yeah, the tiny yes. sweets. So they were her favorites. Um, Marne, if you're listening yes. to this. <laughs> um, so she offered me these sweets and she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I turned them down because I'd made a commitment that year not to eat sugar. So I stopped eating sugar, stopped drinking tea, stopped drinking coffee. So a lot of simple pleasures that actually might add a boost of like happiness and joy yeah. into your day are subtracted. But um, also, I mean, you were training what, like twice a day and running and, yes. you know, you're so, putting your body through so much physical pressure. Right. And then not allowing myself even the pleasure of socializing. Like, yeah. what a beauty to be able to socialize. And I know a lot of athletes, um, some of you might be listening to this, um, know, especially in swimming, like, we become so strict about who we socialize with. But for me, it was it was also about what I was taking in. Like, as an athlete, I was obsessed. Okay, what am I, um, what's the word, digesting in terms yes. of my visual digestion, my mental digestion, my gut digestion. So I cooked all my food for a year. Um, I just the only sort of liquid I drank was water, to put it that way. Yeah. Um, and the odd like energy juice, drink yeah, booster. the odd yeah. power booster. That was it. And so, but in all of that, um, in addition to, I think at one point I counted, I was doing like an early morning training. I'd go straight to the gym. I was doing extra um, uh, weights workout with my training partner at the time. Um, in addition to what our team just yeah. was doing. Naturally. So I, yeah, I was doing... Over and above that. Yes, and we did about two weight sessions a week with our team. But I was doing about four. Jeez. And then I was also with a personal trainer in the evening, twice a week. And I was running and biking. So, like, we'd go to spin classes. So I was actually just obsessing to the point where I was like, if I don't do these things, I'm not going to get yeah. that goal. But I wasn't thinking about... What, what if, you were sacrificing yes, to get that. Right. So like what if like some of my teammates, um, one of my teammates, I remember her saying, you you wild. Like, we miss you. Where are you? You're not seeing us. You're not coming out with us. Yeah. You're not like not even just, generally. Yes, like generally she's like, you're going to be sad. And that's the truth. I was a lot of the evenings I would come home and I would just cry. And I wouldn't really understand why I was doing that. I just sat in my kitchen. I was like, maybe I miss home. Yeah. Maybe I just feel like there's no purpose. And now tell me this, like, this is what I've thought in retrospect. You want to achieve something really great in your life. But if you're not happy, like, how are you actually, actually going to achieve, achieve that, that great thing? Because yeah. you see all the glory, all the happiness, all in that dream, you see all of those things. Yeah. But you're not being all of those things in order to attain that Yes. The, more of those things in the dream. Yes. So I'm like... It's almost like even if you achieved a part of that, you wouldn't find satisfaction in that because you're not even allowing yourself to find satisfaction in the things you're doing currently. Yes. Absolutely. And it doesn't make sense, like the logic of that. So now, okay, yeah. now in my life coaching and when I coach the sport, I love to instill joy and I love to bring... I love to... to inject joy into yeah. the sport and to check in and say like are you feeling happy yeah. because a happy swimmer is a fast swimmer a fast swimmer. it is <laughs> but like yeah it's the truth yeah. nothing else like you think of the happiest times in your life have you worried 
you were there's there was probably minimal worry in your happy moments yeah. and because of that like your body is somewhere within you programmed to joy it is but we just stop ourselves from feeling yeah. that so imagine a body that's like you actually you're not even finding joy in like the movement yeah or like the breeze brushing against your face and it's bringing you joy because you're so focused on just running yes you okay. know what i'm like, saying like as a compare like as a small comparison yes or like running because if I don't, then da 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 da. Not saying so like running is going to bring me endorphins and I'm going to feel happy. You're saying yes, like, I, have like, to, I, have I have to, I have to do this. I have to, yeah. yes, all the have tos. And I don't, like squishing yourself down almost, putting pressure, like you're just getting yes. heavier and heavier with pressure. Yes. So yeah. actually what you're creating is more and more of like this attraction. And I think you'll relate to this in your business endeavors. Um, what you're actually doing is creating more of that negative emotion because what's happening is when you are doing the thing that you want actually to bring you joy yeah you're only thinking through that negative lens so everything you see is like oh it's not happening for me it's not happening for me it's not happening for me so but you don't see all things that are happening for you yes actually yes so like a good example of this in my swimming career my last um conference champs which was a qualifier for the nc2a's which is like the national, um, all American. It's like nationals for American universities. Yeah. Um, and we were in Division One, so it was like the top schools that go to NCAs. So I wanted to qualify for NCAs, but I was more focused on whether I was actually on schedule for Olympics qualifier. Yes. And I remember I missed my mark, not the Olympic qualifier. I just missed the the time I had proposed to be on track. Yeah. But I had actually won gold at the conference champs that year. And so you didn't find happiness in that? No, I didn't. And then I got out the pool and my coach was like, yeah, look at you, yeah. <laughs> one for the team. And I, I was the worst. I said, I'm so unhappy. Why can't you see that I'm unhappy? I haven't done my time. That's the third chance I had, right? Or second, like it's finals. Yeah. I haven't done it. Now what? And he's like, he just looked at me and he said, go get your jacket, get on that podium and go get your gold medal like yeah. you did this you be proud of that moment yes and although like there yeah. are times when i i think about that story and i'm like why couldn't he understand or whatever but in light of this like there was a win in that there was a yeah. step there was something good there was something golden and perhaps if my perspective was more in line with let's go for that yeah so yeah but you know what it's, it's always i think as we like when you come out of a situation like when you come out of burnout or when you come out of that like very intense moment of your life you will look at it differently absolutely or you will see something else that you didn't see the first time around and that's what the beauty of life coaching is now for me in that connection like i love that so i'm a life coach and um i I call myself a clarity coach because i believe clarity is confidence and confidence and yeah yeah, clarity and confidence allows us to see a better pattern or a pathway often through the things that are conflicted with us like burnout okay yes we can see better oh i'm actually doing this because i feel i have to not because i want to and i get joy out of it um and so in that life coaching is where now this perspective like you said 
Yeah. Um, in this part of your life, you see things differently. I can deliver the story, but yes. in a way that actually helps. And like, yes. that's what's so wonderful about it. Yeah. yeah. And I think like, it's important, like for me, I've come to realize like after having been through burnout personally, mm. um, it was probably a year ago. Um, you are not bigger than burnout. And I think for so long in my life, you mm. know, you hear people going through burnout and like in my mind, it was not like, I didn't really believe burnout was a real thing. It was kind of almost like I was putting myself in this pressure and I was like, burnout isn't a real thing because um, those people are just using it as an excuse because mm. they want to take a break or they're really tired. And I, I believe that you can, like then, I believed you could work yourself really hard that you would like just mm. get exhausted, but not fully understanding what burnout actually is. It's so much more than just being tired, you know? And so I think like yeah. you need to know you are not bigger than burnout. It is a real thing. And it can happen to you once in your life. It can happen to you five times in your life. It can never happen to you in your life if you're lucky. But don't ever think that you are never going to feel burnout and just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing because you are literally, essentially pushing yourself towards burning out. So, well, I love what you said here about um, the one point you made was that burnout, like... um, we have this concept about it or we don't we don't believe in it so that within itself is like a subconscious belief within you like you you when you think people are using it as an excuse it's almost like that is a fear within you that you would use something as an excuse not to do your thing you and know, so I think people to achieve yes. your goals but actually what if you just needed to rest and so it's like you give yes. this mental block yes you constantly blocking in yourself. your beliefs like yes. subconsciously yeah and I yes. also think like I allowed myself to constantly believe that and I thought like other people um would think like oh she can't deliver she can't like give me these little yes. goals she can't perform like on this self-worth. and so I would judge myself against that not knowing mm. like if I am going to continuously push myself and push myself and push myself and think that I'm going to like in my business deliver the best to my clients it's going to get to a point where I'm actually not going to be able to deliver to my clients and then you are in trouble you know and like I dealt with that personally where like I wasn't putting boundaries in place and you know Mm. like we were saying earlier if you don't respect your own boundaries Mm. in in terms of like work-life balance how on earth do you expect someone else to respect those boundaries? You know, because if I'm constantly saying like um, every single day I'm working, I'm working, I'm working and I'm never taking any time off, Mm. then my clients are only going to expect that they can contact me anytime because I'm working all the time. But if I put boundaries in place and say, guys, 8pm or 7pm or 5pm or whatever, if you you send me an email, I'm not going to respond to it until the next morning. Mm. Then they know they're not going to be able to get a hold of me. But for so long in my business, I had just, any time, even my friends would be like, Lorenzo, like, why are you bringing your laptop to lunch? And I'd be like, I just, like, I got such anxiety. Yes. Like, oh, I can't, what if something happens, you know? And I think sometimes I still do that, mm. you know? I'm still learning. But I think if you if you don't respect your own boundaries, if you don't put those boundaries in place, you cannot expect someone else to respect them because they're not even there. Do you know what I'm saying? So don't you think in many ways, looking at you, you're still so young, early 20s, okay? Um, Don't you think it's... So for those who are going to experience burnout, like, it's okay. 
first of all. It's okay. It's yes, 100% okay. It's okay. And also, like for you, that has been a point of wisdom. Like reaching that point where you're just exhausted actually highlights all the areas where you can put boundaries in place. Yes. And that's what I've been like trying to facilitate in people's ways of thinking about themselves, right? Like when you go to that dark place or like when I missed the Olympic cut or whatever, like the hard places in our lives where we miss the mark or we burn out or we face too many things at once. Like, what is that showing us? Yeah. Okay. Like you have multiple ways you can deal with this situation and what do you need to put in place to make sure it doesn't happen again? Like pick up on the signs. Yes. So that it's not going to become a repetitive thing in your life. Yes, exactly. And if it is becoming repetitive, that's also showing you, like yes, you haven't done not, the work, yes. or you haven't you haven't gone to that hard place. Yes. You haven't worked through that. Yeah. So, in essence, what I'm saying is like hard spaces aren't bad spaces. Yes, like they're spaces that you can build from. Yes, they're not grow into good spaces. They can grow into good spaces because they highlight where, um, where everything else exists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, I think for me personally, like. I was just pushing myself and pushing myself um, to a point where, like, mm. my burnout, you know, everyone's burnout, I think, is different. I think we all deal with burnout in different ways. Mm. And for me, it was, first of all, I just, I was exhausted. Yeah. And I, and I just, like, I didn't want to believe that I was going through burnout. So I think I actually started going through burnout before I allowed myself to accept that I was going through burnout, you know. Wow. And the, the tipping point for me when I actually realized mm. that I was in burnout was uh, I think like I was crying at the most ridiculous things Mm. Um, but I would literally sit and like I would be uncomfortable in my chair or whatever and so I'd get like frustrated so frustrated with that and then I'd start crying like this day is just not going well you know and like everything it was just a continuous cycle I mean I would cry like seven times a day in my office by myself do you know what I'm saying and not because I had like a major um, like another life event going on it was just because I was suffering with burnout and that's when I realized that I had to make conscious choices and decisions to actually allow myself okay I've got to move through this it's not just Mm. like the next day you're fine and I think some people in burnout you'll have a good day and then you think it's done and so then you think like (laughs) like burnout's (laughs) yeah or you you think oh I might be in burnout and then the next day is a good day Mm. and then you think I'm not no I'm not in burnout but burnout is not 10 days of shit days and then okay so can you actually like get more into that because i'm sure there are some listeners right now who like resonate with a lot of what we're saying yeah but like how can you like how have you learned to identify burnout yeah like what are the signs okay you so you've said okay so i think first of all everyone is going to have different levels or degrees of burnout okay, and it's it might not, not the, all same be the same pointed. so okay. my signs might not be the same yeah. as someone else but personally my signs yes. of like identifying okay. is like I will be extremely tired and I'll just like cry at like we'll have a conversation and I'll just start crying or like you haven't mm, even offended mm, me and I'll mm. start crying like I'm just emotionally mm. I, I realize I'm emotionally drained mm. and I'll be sitting having a conversation with you and either nothing that you're saying is mm. actually I'm mm. not processing anything because it's gotten to a point where like 
in my industry, I'm, I'm processing visuals, I'm processing sound, I'm processing everything. I'm processing so much in my mind, as humans are. I mean, I don't mm. think we realize how much we actually process in a day. Mm. Audio, visual, everything. Touch. I mean, your body is processing so many things in one day, but it and just, it has the capacity. Um, it has, but to varying degrees throughout yes. different humans to process that and to ignore some of it. And some people can't ignore some of yes. the information that's like really in their face yes. or like um, distracting. Um, yeah. But it's just all on a continuum, really. Yes. But yeah. Like, but I think like I just if I, if I if I'm going through burnout, it gets to a point where like. I, on any given day, can process a lot. Mm. The minute I realize I'm actually not processing anything. <laughs> Sorry, I just laugh because... I'm going through burnout. Okay. Like, that's a sign for me. Maybe not I'm going through burnout, but like, whoa, check yourself. Like, so you take half a day and go yes. for a walk. Yes. And actually put your laptop aside. And like, recently, and like, Courtney, my assistant, amazing, if you're listening to this, hey, um, we recently... And by recently, I mean literally this week. Yeah. <laughs> Changed our schedule um, in terms of like, I said to her, she came in on Tuesday and I said, cool, it's like, we are sitting mm. from eight o'clock until half past four and we do not leave our laptops. Like we're getting a lot of work done, but are we working smart? No. We're working hard, yes, but we're not working smart. And sure. we could actually be getting more work done in this time if we actually allow ourselves to take a break. Yes, so we refresh yes clean so we get the coffee up. between the scents yes yes and so like at 10 o'clock we go and mm. we have a little walk around mm. 15 minute break we chat we discuss we brainstorm maybe we mm. talk about some british reality tv series i don't know whatever it is mm. and then we were literally even eating lunch in front of our laptops and so yeah, i said so we're not doing bit... that like it's too much and so i think that for me is putting a boundary in place yes. and saying like we are both going to get overwhelmed and actually not be able to go yeah. anything if we don't put this boundary in place you know i like that because you've been to that place before yes. you've had that burnout early on in your career you can also if you're aware of it when it's happening and you can actually admit okay right now i'm going through burnout then yes. you can understand what burnout is okay yeah. and that applies to many things in life and then you can understand when you're getting close to it again because yes. you're like okay you're like ding ding ding, uh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> the, the radar for like <laughs> yeah. yes for that to happen and also you can help so many other people i guess that's what we endeavor to do yeah right here today but because you understand like when you're getting close to that and i think it's also important that people should note mm. don't like stop telling yourself that you are weak or you're just tired or whatever when you know in your gut that's not true mm. stop giving yourself excuses do you know what i'm saying like mm. face yourself pushing. and be like take 15 minutes lorenza like just go and have a walk and whatever because if you continue pushing right now you're actually gonna destroy what you're doing so again like also like happy swimmer fast swimmer yes. happy worker smart worker yeah smart worker achieving goals achieving like, goals bringing in the money yeah. whatever whatever it is that I mean, like it means to you like I, I heard something the other day i don't know if it's tokyo or where it mm. is but they essentially cut down their work week to four days and their weekend is three love, days love because, <laughs> because i've spoken about this idea before yeah with colleagues as well because like, yeah essentially they decided like their workers are more efficient if they've had a good amount of rest they will be more creative they'll come up with more life-changing ideas and the economy will grow that way okay granted that's not going to work in every economy but it is working in theirs and it's just a 
an example of how good it is to have a work life mm. balance. So on that note, I want to talk about the other side. So first of all, being your sister. Okay. Like, <laughs> let's get real get real okay for everyone out there who is a supportive like whether it's a partner or sibling or husband or wife or whatever to your person um or mother or child or father whatever whatever you are to the other whatever person. relationship yes you're whatever relation or, or relationship or you situationship or whatever to the person <laughs> that has burnout yes I've just come to believe, you know, what you want to do. Like, let yeah. me rather just speak from this example. Like, what I wanted to do when Laurie was going through burnout is, like, take the pain away. I wanted to be like, oh, yeah. hey, Laurie, do you want to talk about it? Okay. That's probably the last thing the person going through burnout yeah. wants to do is talk about the burnout because then it's admitting. Like you, you, yeah. And also, like, I felt, like, weak in that moment. Yes. You don't really want to talk about your weaknesses all the time. Right. But you can model the best version of you around a person who's in pain so that is a form of empathy can i say that like by by being the best version so for example if i come into your space and you just like in a really bad space we're not going to talk about why the chair's uncomfortable i'm just gonna sit on a comfortable chair and like hopefully you will feel comforted by my Mm. willingness to sit on a comfortable chair but also you were there to support me and like my choices of saying like i know for example that it wasn't a healthy environment for me to be at home anymore. And I was like, I want to move out. But yes. I was also nervous, you know, kind of thing. And you were like, Lorenza, best choice you're going to make. Go for it. I fully support you. I will come and look at that flat with you. Like, yes. you supported me in my choices to work through and get out of burnout. Which... Instead of constantly being like, why are you in burnout? Blah, 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 blah. Like, yes. the whole time going back to burnout, you were like, yes, let's progress forward. Let's go through this. Let's see what you want to be in the outcome kind of yes, thing. Yes, like... No, don't say to yourself get over it say get into it like yeah, what is there inside that burnout that yes. you're going to learn because now like the hard is the gold so you found the gold in that hard burnouty place and you're yeah. able to take the tools that you learned there and say okay I can do next time better because mm. next time is coming it's on its yeah. way already and yes. maybe it's already happening yeah. not burnout but like but the next opportunity signed. I'm yes. either going to slip into it again or I'm going to be like no but I have some tools that I can navigate this yeah. with yeah. and I also think like um, you know one of our listeners wrote in mm. uh, when we were talking about what do you want to hear about mm. burnout mm. Um, and she was saying the law of lack accountability was it? yeah so um, the particular words were something of the nature of we're not re- we are not responsible for each other we're responsible to each other so there's this difference yes. between like okay like my partner suffers burnout from time to time but i'm not going to go into that space and try and fix her yes i'm actually going to be responsible to like i'm not going to try and like take that away from okay yes. like my responsibility is not to be for her my responsibility is to be for me and in that way I can be responsible too like I can say you know my responsibility is to myself so I'm going to feel good about who I am I'm going to work hard at being who I am and then I can hold you accountable to that similar space yes. in you because you've voiced that yes that that's and what saying you, yeah. yeah or saying like I think um you know 
saying like if you're in a relationship and you discuss like this is the path that I want to take or this is what I want to do and your partner sees you kind of veering off that path but knows how much it means to you just being like hey I'm just reminding you like you know why are you why are you doing this when you said this is the path you want to take or like let's go for a run because I know you want to run comrades like let's go for that afternoon run kind of thing like just kind of pulling them back into that accountable space yes absolutely you know yeah. but not saying like you have to do this and this and this. Yes, okay, so I like that that way of seeing it. Like, you're not, <laughs> you're not their teacher. Yes. You're not their, well, we teach in different ways, but you're not there to, like, black dot the person. Yeah. Should they not be doing something that you yes. think they shouldn't? Da-da-da-da-da. Yes. It's, yeah, I love that. Like, yeah. encourage with, or that's, they, yeah. they are their responsibility, which actually gives you the freedom to walk away and still hold yourself intact for the better of the yeah. relationship even. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And you know, I think like in today's day and age, I mean, there are probably a lot of people out there who have suffered or who are suffering with burnout. And I think in today's society, there's so many like perceptions, like you should be living by yourself by this age. You should be driving a nice car by this age. You should be earning this much by this age, whatever. And so because of those, often we push ourselves we like glorify that lifestyle and we push ourselves so hard to get that mm. when a it might not be the lifestyle for you mm. but you don't necessarily know that you just think that like you have to have this and this and this and that can like bring on burnout mm. because we don't draw the line and say like hey i know society is saying that you need all those things but i'm actually quite happy with mm. where i am and what i'm doing in life and so i think like it's important that we start glorifying the lifestyle that works for you mm. and not the lifestyle that works for society mm. you know absolutely because i think that is what brings on so much stress a lot of the time you know yeah. we feel like i remember when i was still living at home i was like all my friends are living in their own apartments and this and this and this and this and i was like why am i not you know but i was working on building a dream but because i felt like i had to I was working so hard all the time to please everyone else around me and that like brought on the burnout and the hard times. Yes. Instead of saying like, I know I'm going to get there, it's going to be at my own pace and realizing like, I'm still going to work blimmin' hard, mm. but I'm not going to push myself to the extreme where I actually can't work anymore because I literally had to take a week and like not work Yes. because I couldn't work. I couldn't focus and like, you know, my clients were emailing me and like I'd hop into my emails for like 10 minutes a day or whatever because I was like, I had to respond mm. but mm. I wasn't doing anything creative I wasn't doing what I loved I wasn't doing any of that no you so know you were a lesser version of who you who you are who the potential of who you are can be yeah. right yeah. yeah so anyway but I think this has been a really good conversation and I think there mm. are so many different parts of burnout that you yeah. know like I said everyone's burnout is yeah I was gonna so reemphasize that it's so different but there are some warning signs that could be quite apt to a lot of people. And so yeah. it's lovely that we've been able to tap into those. Yeah, and I think it's important to everyone that's out there listening to this, you know, hold yourself accountable, you know. You are your best accountability partner. Yes, and I think also just allow yourself to take note of the signs that are happening in front of you mm. and allow yourself to, to have space and yeah, and, and move through, don't retract and, and deny. Move around. Yeah. <laughs> move through get through it and you will get through it and hopefully you all learn from it
And that is a wrap on episode three. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for tuning in. We are so happy and grateful to have you with us in this space. We cannot wait to hear what you think. So head over onto our socials to let us know. And we are so excited about next week's episode. Which is all about the relationship. Relationship to self, relationship to others. And we have a very, very special guest coming on board to talk alongside. So tune in and stay tuned.